Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Pritchard Predicament Blog Talk Radio. Today is August the 1st. We are already in August. Gosh, time is going by so fast. So I first want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me. I don't know what's going on on my Facebook, but it's kind of looking kind of blurry, so hopefully you guys can see me. But today, like I said, I want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, giving me the activities of my limb. I also want to thank you, loyal listeners, for joining in and tuning in for the show. Today's topic, as I always say, is an interesting topic, but this is a good one. And the reason being is because a lot of times when we start with these topics, especially when we start dealing with people and a personality, today's topic is entitled A Evolved Woman. Now, when we talk about an evolved woman, what does that mean to you? Now, Wanda Yell, I see that you're watching. I can't see what's going on with all these gadgets and gadgets and stuff that i got going on, but my Facebook got me looking real blurry. Is it colored on your end? Just type in in the comments and let me know because it don't look right to me. So, again, evolved woman. What does that mean to be evolved? How does a woman become evolved? What about a man? Can a male be evolved too? The answer to that is yes. And it's even more powerful when you can get an evolved woman with an evolved man. That's like, wow. Now, I had some individuals that are supposed to be joining me on the show today, and hopefully they will call in. But if you want to tap in, join in, share your input as it relates to this topic, feel free to give me a call at 516-387-1914 because I do want to hear your thoughts, your comments, and your opinions. I only suggest that you be considerate of others. Now, I've got somebody that just called in. Let me log this person on. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio. Oh, they just hung up. Okay, hopefully they will call back. So when we talk about an evolved woman, now I put quite a few things on Facebook, and I'm going to read over some of the stuff that I wrote on Facebook because I was like, you know what, this kind of sounds good. Because when we talk about evolved woman, how does the woman first become evolved? Sometimes people will say, oh, well, she thinks she's all that. Is it that she thinks she's all that or is it that you know she's all that? And a lot of times individuals get to the point to where you have to dummy down, downsize, to try to fit in with other individuals. But when you have evolved and you know that you've been through some things and you've come through some things, you don't have to do that. I like the term when we would use it with Kobe Bryant and we say unapologetic. An evolved woman can be an unapologetic woman. Now, I'm sitting here and I'm <clears throat> trying to find this stuff. i got all kinds of sounds going on in my house. So if you hear background noise, please tap in, type in, let me know so I can take care of that. So getting back to I'm trying to find what it is that I had posted because for some reason I cannot find, oops, uh-oh, I ain't trying to do that, cannot find my post. So give me a second. So I was talking about being evolved and what that looks like or what that sounds like. Now I said when it comes to being a woman, it means more than just being a female. 
many women have been through a lot, and I mean a lot. Now, with that being said, what makes them strong, resist, resilient, and able to get through? Many have evolved, and really many got it going on. She's not perfect, yet she can just adjust to her situation. She possesses wisdom and can face adversity and can be seen as a rock. So if you know that you or somebody that you know, please, again, call in, join in on the conversation. Let me... This is just ridiculous. Turn the TV. The TV volume down. Okay, so like I said, when we're talking about these things, that's when we know that the person really got it going on. Now, like I said, if you know that's you, somebody you know, join in on the conversation. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you have to say as it relates to this topic. Now, I'm looking at some information, and it talks about what is an evolved woman. An evolved woman doesn't believe everything she thinks, and the reason being is because she has balance in her life. She recognizes her own inner biases and works not to let them affect her decision-making. So meaning she's not one that's basically quick to jump on or go along with her emotions. She's able to balance some things out. Now, when we start talking about that in, re- in regard to what does it mean if someone is evolved? An evolved person, to put it quite simply, is someone who consciously is awake. They are self-aware, and they're not talking about being literally awake but more to someone who is fully aware of their thoughts, their feelings, their beliefs, as well as their opinions, and who is not afraid to acknowledge or express them. A lot of times, like I said, we walking around, we got people walking around on eggshells, and or we, we trying to figure things out or trying to figure out who we are. An evolved woman knows who she is. Now, I'm looking at an article. And this article talks about eight signs of an evolved person. And what is an evolved person? Like we said, that's usually the first question. When I first heard that topic, I was like, myself, what does it mean to be evolved? I know we've been through, seen, you know, we would say she got it going on or she got it all together. And that's normally the first question that comes to a person's mind when we think about topic. And, again, you're awake. You know who you are. And when I say you know who you are, and when you really get to that, that's mind-boggling because a lot of times people want to tell you who you are. They have their own perceptions and their own opinions of you. Now, knowing who you really are, and we know that sometimes that can be scary. That doesn't mean being arrogant. That doesn't mean being narcissistic. That doesn't mean any of that. But the thing is you have to know what your purpose in life is, and you also, in order to become involved, you got to stop and get to know yourself. That's one of the things that they talk about is knowing who you are. Also, an evolved person, a sign of it is, 
You know what you want. Now, what do you want in life or out of life? It's always the next question that follows. And people either really get very vague or they give very vague response or they have a sense of uncertainty because they'll say, well, I don't know what I want. I don't know who I want to be with. I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Now, many of us make time for everything else but ourselves. When you try dating yourself and spending some time alone reflecting, you might just end up falling in love with yourself. And honestly, that's not a bad thing to do. So I'm not saying, like I said, an evolved woman is a perfect woman, but an evolved woman knows what she wants. And the third one, you are in control of your destiny. Now, we know we got to put God first. I get that. But when we start talking about our destiny, we also play a role in it. Now, one of this person who wrote this article talks about their favorite quote is from Benjamin Franklin that they often repeat to the team is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you have no plan, and only then can you arrive at your destination and reach your goals. If you're going about life aimlessly, you'll probably be in the same place 10 years down the line. So that means getting it together. Do your part. Also, number four, surround yourself with the right people. Now, in order to evolve, most people didn't get there by themselves. I know I didn't. I don't take credit for everything that I've done or that I've accomplished, and this is not to brag, because there have been some individuals that have stood side by side with me, pulled my cocktail, and helped me along the way. So when you surround yourself with good people, it can help you in a whole lot of ways by showing you and teaching you things that you may not even know. You don't have to know everything. Also, don't compare yourself others. That's another characteristic. This individual wrote that a friend recently told them, look at what you've accomplished for someone your age. You've achieved a lot more than others. Now, I find that interesting because sometimes when I'm doing these shows, I don't even realize some of the things that I've been through. Here I am, well, mid-50s, almost 60. I'm working with individuals trying to help them with their retirement or talking about transitioning in life. I retired at 33. I was like, ooh, that was a very young age to retire, but I did. You know, we start talking about individuals that have been through some things or experienced the death of their parents, done that. Kids, adults, done that. Being a grandparent, done that. Being married, done that. Got my education. So you don't want to compare yourself to others, but you do got to take knowledge and acknowledge, or maybe not take knowledge, but take heed and acknowledge some of your accomplishments. Another thing, you do everything or you do things every day to create the future you desire. Now, when an individual is an evolved person, they don't procrastinate. So, because they kind of get me because I'm glad we to last minute to do things. A thought is just an idea without any action. Each day must be spent building the future you want to live in. So a lot of times we get so caught up in wanting other people to do things for us or we don't want to take responsibilities for some of the things that's going on in our lives. But when you have evolved, you realize you got to play and do your part too. you got to show up. Also, number seven, you notice the truth in 
everything. You're deeply connected to the universe, and you are sensitive to even the smallest connections and lessons. Try to have the mindset that everything in this world happens for a reason, whether it is in an opportunity or a moment not to grab, but grab every connection and lesson as an opportunity and learn and grow. When you've evolved, you don't know everything, but you're open to change and you're also open to learning. And also, number eight, you want the best for yourself as well as others. You care deeply. Now, caring doesn't mean that you're going to enable other individuals. Caring doesn't mean that you're going to do everything for everybody else. You've always building, meaning that was a comment that someone else made, but you don't just build for yourself. You also try to make a plan or you try to do things to try to help other individuals along the way. Now, this is basically coming from the Vanilla Luxury it's a, um, 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 ugh, a magazine, and they featured this in regards to some of the characteristics, and it says eight signs of an evolved person. And I like that because a lot of times we don't realize how far we've come until we get to a point in life where we'll be like, hmm, you know what? That's interesting. Now, I know my soul is killing me, so I hope that people call in today because I don't want to do all of this talking, and I already sent the information out. Now, one of the questions it reads, how do we evolve as a person? Now, when we start talking about evolving, I thought of it as growing. I thought of it as maturing. I thought of it as being in, having a mindset to where you have gotten to a point in a place in life to where you can pop your own collar, you can wear your crown, because you've done it. Now, looking at how do a person even get there, evolving as a person is not just going through the phases of life. It's not. But rather than changing for the better as a person, you have not concerned yourself with what others are doing or even what other people even think about you. Now, someone's calling in. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, number 893. How are you doing? Hi, Jeanette. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I want to thank you for joining in with the topic because my throat is killing me, and I do not want to be doing all this talking all by myself. <laughs> now, when it comes to an evolved woman, even an evolved man. What comes to your mind when you just think of that topic? Well, actually, I was wondering if you can kind of help me out, and maybe I'm just being a typical male here in this situation. I was kind of, obviously, the women motivation thing. I was wondering maybe I'm just kind of being selfish, and I have a question to ask you, a family issue I have with my, uh, my son and my wife. Maybe it was my kid, but my wife and I are kind of debating this, so I was wondering if you can help me out. Okay. All right, so early this summer, my son, I have a 12-year-old son. Me and my wife both do, only child. And uh, my wife wanted to get him involved in more activities, and she said, what about ballet? Which I'm fine with that. You know, I'm pretty progressive. I'm fine with my son taking ballet. That's, that's totally cool. Uh, and he signed up for the summer, and he seemed to be enjoying it. And then slowly but surely, I noticed he's uh, a little different. He started dressing differently. He, I came and picked him up one day for class. And he was wearing what the girls were wearing, tights and a leotard. And I was thinking, okay, maybe that's just what the class dress code is. And now the recital's coming up at the end of August, and I found out he's me wearing the same costume as the girls are. 
And I told my wife, I'm like, well, isn't that kind of strange? She goes, oh, no, it's not a big deal. You know, it's, you know, girls, bo- girls dance boys' parts. It's not a big deal if a boy dances a girl part. And I'm not sure if I'm overreacting to the situation. Am I just being – should I be more open to the situation? I just don't know how I should react. I feel different well, about it. I feel a little strange, so. I'm going to say this. You, you brought up the word strange, and I know people are calling into the show. But you brought up the word strange and how you are reacting or overreacting. Part mm-hmm. of it is, I would say, wanting to support his decision and what it is he wanted to do. Now, that's just like I – my kids are grown. They're 35, 37. I remember when my daughters and son were playing basketball – and I would go to the basketball game, and they had male cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. That was new. I was a cheerleader. We didn't have male cheerleaders when I was a cheerleader. But some of those male cheerleaders was out dancing the female cheerleaders. So mm-hmm. I didn't take it in regards to people's um, sexuality or sexual orientation. Some people may view it as an art. Now, is it something to where your son is looking at it in regards to this is who and what he want to do? That is something that maybe as a therapist you can connect with a therapist and talk about that and see where he is because it's about respect. And then you can find out what's going on. Is he looking at it as he enjoys it? Is he looking at it as a sport? Is he our skill? Don't know. Sounds like your wife is like wanting him to venture out to whatever it is he want to do, whether it's creativity or whatever the case may be. You're looking at it from a different perspective of whether it's strange, odd, or whatever the case may be. But that's something that well, family. Yeah, my my wife was a dancer all throughout college, and we used to be a dance teacher. I loves ballet, and mm-hmm. I can I always knew she wanted a girl. We only had one son, and that's I'm true. fine with you know I took a dance class in college. I'm fine with him you know partnering and being more of a man figure of lifting the girls and stuff like that. But to wear a tutu and all that. As a twelve, I, I feel like I I don't know, and he I kind of hinted at. I'm like, are you okay with this? You sure with this? And he just kind of, uh, yeah, me, I guess it's fine. Let me let me never cut you off, but let me say this because I'm getting feedback from people that's trying to call in on the show about the topic because that's a little bit okay. off a topic. But if you want to talk okay. to me as a therapist, you can give me a call at seven one four nine nine two one six seven, and we can have this okay. discussion. And okay. a lot of it come into where it's coming from. And like I said, even with this topic with an evolved woman, there's no biases. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not about just, it, it's about respect. It's about meeting people where they are. So, like I said, if you want to talk to me as a therapist, you can, but we can do it after the show. Let me call, log on to these other callers. But thank you for your input, okay? All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio, number ending in 04. And I'm about to log on the other caller, too. But the one ending in 04, what would you like to add to this topic? Hi. Um, yes, I wanted to add to the topic regarding the evolved woman. Um, this is My name is Candace. Um, I, so far, everything that you said, especially the, the, um, the tips, um, that you basically stated about evolved woman, I definitely believe that it's in progression, but also too, um, an evolved woman is able to recognize the areas, um, also too, where there may be some deficit and begin to progress and to heal past those things to become happy and to fall in love with herself, which is kind of a chapter I'm in. 
is dating myself. So I, I it, so far it's been very um, eye-opening, but also too uh, motivating to know that some of these things that I'm doing is, is a part of what evolving looks like, especially because yeah, I've Candace, never seen growing up. Candice, I want to thank you for your obedience because, I am. I have so much going on, and I don't want to say I'm bit too busy, but I was checking my emails, and I think this is the same person that I responded to the email today. And uh, I want to say you want to be a life coach, or and, and I appreciate you for even calling in because you didn't have to. And I came up with this topic after hearing someone talk about an evolved woman, and I didn't know what it was. So I was like, you know what? If I don't know. And I'm learning, I want to share this with other people because some of the things I noticed that I had done in my life, but I didn't look at it as being evolved. People would talk to me or share with me or, you know, you're so busy going forward. You And I, I looked at this, I said, you know, that's why I want to talk about this. And when I saw that you are a life coach, and I wanted you to share that because it sounds like that's what you're trying to do is to help young women become evolved, because we weren't taught these things. We would say, act like a lady. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I'm supposed to act like a lady. Or like the caller that just called in, and he's concerned about his son wanting to be in ballet or dressing like this. He's evolving into the person that God designed and meant for him to be. And so I'm not trying to make that a, a sexuality thing, but I know that that could be a sensitive topic for some parents. But we got people that are evolving into all sorts and doing all sorts of things, and some people are really good at it, and it just seems natural. So I want to thank you. Now, in regards to um, talking about that, and it talks about what being an evolved woman is being unapologetic, a new person Mm -hmm. who has adjusted per their situational requirements and the cultural standards. Now, that don't mean that you've got to do things across the board because it's within your culture, but they're willing to step up and step out. And they can either evolve or you can perish. What you going to do? My mother used to say, S-H-I-T or get out the pot. Either you're going to sink or swim. Now, some women, like I said, have it going on, and this is just not about females and all of that because that can be period, or they're, in regards to their approach to life, and they seem to work effortly, and they are Deep with wisdom. And when faced with adversity, they withstand it. They, they seem untouched. And that's where you know you've been through some things. That's where you know you can be seen as a role model where other people see you as a rock. Now, I see you on here, Miss Lady. Number ended in two, two. What do you want to add to this topic as we talked about an evolved woman? Because i got another caller on the line, too. Well, Okay, I, I guess I came in on part of it. So um, the gentleman that called is talking about one thing, and then you guys are talking about anything. So I'm not quite sure. Maybe I'm not understanding what what the topic's supposed to be about because you said it's evolved women, and then he talked about his son. So what? Tell me, tell me what your definition of evolved woman or your people. Well, what, I didn't he understand. Talking, what he was talking about was something totally different. And like I told him, if he wanted to talk to me as a therapist because he was saying strange, odd, stuff like that, I got that. So he was more concerned about his son's choice. Right. Wanting, 
you into that life. That has nothing to do with being an evolved woman. Even as being an evolved man, if he wanted to, as a man, decide who he wanted to be, and he's evolved, and he's confident and competent in what he's doing, that has nothing to do, like I said, with sexuality or anything like that. So that's what I was trying to let him know. And then if he wanted to, like I said, as a therapist, he can get him a family therapist to find out what's going on. And he said his wife was a dancer. And, I mean, like I said, I remember when my kids playing basketball back in the early, um, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, and I'm going to Carlsbad High and I'm looking at male cheerleaders. I had never seen a male cheerleader, and I was a cheerleader. So people are doing different things. we got women playing football now. It doesn't mean just because a woman plays a, play football that she's not comfortable with whoever she, with her sexuality or her gender. So he's talking about something totally different, okay? Oh. Now, okay. I had gave some information, and this came from Forbes. And i got another man on the line. I, I, he's holding. I'm going to in a minute. But for, in Forbes magazine, it says in regards to what an evolved woman is, and it talks about what is their secret. There's really no secret. Now, they are just highly evolved, meaning they know who they are. It says, one, she is not in competition with nobody. If his son wants to do this, his son probably don't care what people think about him or what they have to say about him if this is what he want to do. That means that a person is evolved. They're not in competition with no one. She uses her pain to motivate herself as well as others. She is not compartmentalized or down to an art form. You know, she can be open-minded. She actively supports other women. She operates from a place of objectivity. Humility is her second nature. And above all, she's authentic. That's what in Forbes magazine that they view as um, an evolved woman. Now, let me log on this caller. So as far as what I have to offer, I mean, you just, mm-hmm. you have to know who you are. And I mean, I you know, there's, I mean, um, you could be under stress. You could be, you could be happy by yourself and single. And some people think it's the, you know, you need to be in a relationship. But I, mm-hmm. I think an evolved woman knows what she wants and mm-hmm. try. That's what I look at is it, is it and that, you know, um, but I mean, everybody has a different opinion and mm-hmm. just when, you, you know, you think you know yourself, sometimes I might say, oh, I say this, okay, so like, you know, maybe I haven't learned everything I need to learn about myself. I, I mean, I don't, to me, I don't know, do you consider me an evolved woman? You know who I am, so. You are evolving as you are transitioning going through a lot of different mm-hmm. things in life, and you're finding your right. way. Now, this is one of the things that I found as I was putting this show together, and I'm looking at something, and this one came from um, Harvard Educational School, and it talks about the woman that's never evolved. And one of the things are they talking about woman evolved, break up with your fears. You can't be afraid if you're trying to grow. Now, they said understand your pattern. If what you're doing is not working, you need to change what you're doing. Redefine right. your path. Don't hold yourself accountable for who you used to be. Paula White wrote a book about holding making relationship works, and she said, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. A lot of times individuals want to hold us by the bottom of our feet to our path. If you have 
moved on, if you have grown and you've turned into a change to a whole different person, let nobody dictate who you are by your past. Acknowledge right. your purpose. Meaning when, when you know your purpose in life and God's giving you a purpose in life, it doesn't matter what other people think of you or say who you should be and what you should be doing. I remember when I was in school and driving a school bus, my mother told me, you need to be working at a bank. Why? So I could be walking around high heel shoes, my feet hurting, with toes, with bunions and cords on my feet, and I don't even like wearing high heel shoes when I was making more money driving a school bus than people were making at, working at a bank. So she was trying to tell me who I should be, but that wasn't who I was supposed to be. And also, appreciate the people in your life. When you are evolved mm-hmm. or are evolving, you learn to appreciate the people in your life and those individuals that are toxic for you, you know when to cut them off. you got to know when to let people go. And also, stay on path or stay on track. Don't let nobody knock you off. Even when the roads start getting kind of bumpy or you're going through this turbulence, you don't give up. You just don't give up. Now, that's the way that I view it and I, some of the research and the information that I was finding with the literature when they talk about an evolved person, you know who you are. Now, I said something about a relationship. If you're an evolved woman, you want to be with an evolved man or someone that's on their way to be an evolved, not the one that's going to be holding you down and you feel like you're sinking because they're going to be frustrated and you're going to be frustrated too. Now, Mr. Bobbitt, I see your number on here. What do you want to add to this show, Mr. Bobbitt? Oh, I was wanted to weigh in. Yeah, I think about being an evolved individual, and I would say it's just about leveling up, um, holding yourself to a higher level of accountability, and like you were also saying about appreciating those around you that add value. I tell people a lot lately that they need to take inventory in their lives with people they have in their lives. You know, I think that... You know, people that add to your life, those are the pluses and the ones you need centered around you to keep adding to you and lifting you up. And those that don't and seem to detract and have a lot of negative things to say, people you need to write out of your inventory because they're, you know, not, they're going to counterproductive to balancing of your books and your forward Mm -hmm. progression and growing and evolving. And I think evolving is just, you know, every day striving to be a better you tomorrow than you were yesterday. Evolution and evolving is a constant process, and uh, you just have to stick to it and not allow yourself to be, like you say, beaten up by your past and people to hold your past against you and do things to try to um, uh, undermine your self-esteem and your faith and belief in yourself. That's true. That's a really good way to put it. And see, when I see it from a male perspective to a female perspective, sometimes when people see that, they'll think, oh, they think they all that. Or they no, you know they all. And so now you're trying to break down their little castle, and that don't always work. So when you can find two individuals that are on the same page, and it can grow, even if it's your friend, you want to make sure that you connect yourself with other people that are evolving too and that's not trying to hold you back or pull you down. I remember a long time ago there was a jet magazine, and there was a bunch of crabs in a pot. And on top of the pot was a person trying to push the crab down. No, you don't need that in your life when you're trying to evolve. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you're there yet, but you evolved. 
So thank you, Mr. Bobbitt. I like how you put that. I, I really do. Now, um, the young lady was saying earlier, many of us weren't taught that. Can you go back to math to what you were saying in regards to that? Uh, yeah, so um, what I was when I what I meant by that is um, understanding, like, kind of in addition to what Mr. Robert was saying, is about progressing in the process, and so not really taught about the process of what it looks like to continue to grow in life, what it looks mm-hmm. like to actually, what does self reflection look like, what does it look like to unpack and unheal from some things in order for you to grow, and understand that a part of the process it is a part of letting go of some old behaviors in order to continue to progress in life and to also understand that you're going to always continue to progress the older that you get. And so understanding what the, um, what that looks like and what that feels like, it allows you to one start building self-esteem, um, start mm-hmm. healing from some things, but also to, to, to understand that this is what life is. And mm-hmm. I think that we, um, for me, um, I'm in the millennial generation, and so wasn't taught other than the, that saying, this is do this because I said so. And it's like, okay, yep. I get that, but because you said so, that's why I think that now. That's why I do things the way that I do now, and I'm not understanding how to really truly continue to evolve in life when the roadblocks hit. There you go. There you go. And you know what? When the roadblocks, you got to acknowledge that the roadblocks even exist. we got another call to call in. Let me log this person up. And I like your thought process. But I, I always, I believe this. You cannot give what you don't have. You can't teach what you don't know. Sometimes our parents just didn't know any better. They didn't know no better. They, went with the they were stuck in their ways, and they, didn't, they was afraid to change. Now, we're not afraid to change. We're not afraid to grow. Many of us are not. That's what makes some of us different. Okay? Got to call the log in. Number in the last two numbers is 1 1. What would you like to add to the show today? Hi, it's Janelle. Um, yeah, I'll add to the show. I, I need to um, still listen in um, a little more to catch up on what you guys are speaking on. But um, I'm here. You know, I'm here for it. So let's go. So when we talk about evolving, and you know, Javelle, you and I be having quite a few conversations. And like I told you before, I was proud of you because I'm watching your transformation. I'm watching you, you grow. I'm watching as you're learning. I'm watching and I'm seeing these things. What does this process look like to you? What does it feel like? Because sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. Um, I really have had to surrender my um, old system of thinking, right? Um, as a young woman that, like, rebelled, like I did not take to instruction, today that's part of my evolving where I don't rely on my own understanding but that of my God and his instruction and his word and the women the women and, um, you know, uh, elders that he's placed in my life that can help guide me and re, you know, the, uh, being made, being born again, being a new creation, um, being able to be taught these new ways of being and living life righteously as a, as, a, as an you know evolved woman, um, I've had to learn to listen. Um, 
listen to learn, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And put my ego and pride down, uh, like, and die to that every day. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm on on here now, and I'm sure I'm going to walk away with uh, a better understanding, some more wisdom as to the way a woman should be. Uh, mm-hmm. I find it hard to the feeling you you just shared an uh, an example of a crab in the bucket. Um, it's hard. It's, I'm 36, and as I'm evolving, you know, you got to leave some things, people, places, and things behind. And uh, sometimes it's, it, it's difficult to you know. You, my heart. I'm a you know. I come from being a people pleaser, a, a space of being a people pleaser. But I also want to bring, you know, the ones that I care about with me. Um, I may come back later for them, but um, I need to stay dedicated to what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to say this. It's like back in the day, I remember when we had station wagons, when we had minivans, and now we got SUVs, we got all of this stuff. Everybody can't fit in your car. So sometimes you got to pick and choose who you're going to give a ride to. Not meant for everybody to go on that journey with you. Now, even with me doing the podcast and the radio and, and all of the stuff that I do, I've lost some friends along the way. I've gained some more friends. You, you and I had a conversation on Saturday. I've been home since yesterday. Do you know that sucker ain't came out the room? I haven't seen his face. So if he's even in there. I said, somebody, go there and check and see, make sure he's still alive, because I know he's dodging me. But sometimes you've mm-hmm. got to learn how to trim the fat, because some people, it's like even when you fly in a plane, you got extra cargo. You can't carry all that weight with you. And as you are evolving, earn the difference. You don't make people bad people. Some people have bad behavior. Now, I was looking at an article, and it said, do women evolve faster than men or more than men? And, Bobby, Byron, I'm going to ask you that question. Being a man and at your age, do you find that there are men that have evolved as such or more women that have kind of broke through these barriers and these adversities? Well, I think women are oftentimes a little bit more advanced and mature than men due to some of the Mars Venus things and how they are uh, groomed to handle themselves and be a little bit more reserved and not so physical and out front. But I think it also, you know, some women are just the opposite and they're more like men and you got more men that assume disposition of women. I see men who say women are B-I-T-H-E or whatever, but I see the same issue going on with men. They can just be as talky and gossipy as others. So uh, for me personally, it's just, you know, continuing. You know, you mentioned her a little while ago saying about how our parents, what I would say, dare to say, is that our parents had evolved to the point and degree that they had based on their life and their upbringing and the sign of the times and what they were contending then. They had evolved from coming out of slavery, a generation out of slavery, and the thing that they were contending with. And now we're just a little bit further up the road, and we're evolving to a higher level. And I think that's what the whole key is, to keep on evolving to a higher level in each generation, learning from the generations that came before them. And like you say, as you know better, hopefully, prayerfully, you'll do better. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, what Giselle is I, coming from in the area which I think she's going is sometimes we want to carry people and bring them along and say, hey, come on, you can do this. You know, I'm looking at a book right here as I'm sitting in my computer room, and one of them says healing the whole man, and they got a handbook, and then hurt people hurt people. And when living, mm-hmm. or when it hurts
When is it? What does oh. it look like when it's time to evolve into that next person of yourself? Why does these things impact us? And so that's kind of that's more so of the reason why I went into that field. It's really I've always had a heart for for kid for kids and teens. Done it all my life. Growing even going back to church, being a Sunday school teacher at fourteen. Um, and, and teaching little bitty ones. Um, so it's always been a, a passion. And, like, for me, um, like I mentioned earlier, where I'm learning to, like, date myself, to love myself, and to release some of those and to really do some self-reflection, but also, too, in the self-reflection, not always point the finger back at me and understand that there's some external factors that also was a part of that and, and give myself grace as much as I do others. I like that. You do have to give yourself grace. You do have to acknowledge things. Sometimes I've found that so many individuals are so busy trying to understand. You're not going to understand everything. There's no need to understand everything. But if you acknowledge that something has to change because it's not working, then you've got to be willing to do something about it. I talk about, and I like what they talk about, the um, stages of change. You've got the pre-contemplation. You've got the contemplating it. Then you've got to take the action, and you've got to maintain it. So as you are evolving, you got to maintain it, and you got to know what stage you're in. So in a lot of, in a lot of times, like I said, it, it's not going to be easy, but it is doable. Now, Miss Christine, anything you want to share? Because you asked a question and wanted an answer. And part of evolving is other people's opinion of you don't matter, but it's taking that inventory and knowing where you are in life and where you want to be and being okay with it, making a decision you can live with. Well, um, there's only as much I can add. I mean, I'm listening to what you're saying and you already know, I mean, I, I tend to want to have other people's opinions and listen to see if, you know, maybe I'm not growing in the right way or doing this and this and that. But then there are people, like you said, that, you have to learn to let go and then not, you know, so you can grow because some people don't want you to grow. Some people want you to stay stuck. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm feeling sometimes like, you know, I'm pleasing people and that I don't really need to please. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because this and is the... I'm trying to stop doing that. I was saying with that, Christina, is... How can a person tell you where to go in your life when they don't even know where to go on their own? How can a person yeah. have judgment against you when they would turn around and do probably the total opposite of what they told you to do? And see, you know me as a therapist, and I've been, I am very consistent, very consistent. Mm-hmm. I don't tell my clients not to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. You know, even when it comes to even raising my children and the way I handle things, even though I know that that's what I know, but I can also learn from other people too. I don't have to know everything. So you got to be mm-hmm. comfortable within your own skin and be okay with that. No, I understand. I'm slowly, I'm comfortable with it. But I'm, like I said, there's some people I wanted to part that resonated with me was there's some people you have to just let go and try to move on and, you know, because, you know, it's like, you know my life and what, what I have going on. Unless mm-hmm. my attitude is this, if you're not walking in my shoes, it's kind of hard to judge me and make, oh, correct. 
decisions because you're not in my shoes. You might feel, oh, well, you teach your daughter this way, but your son this way. If I was, I'm a single parent with two highly special needs kids. If I could cut myself in half and put legs on both, yeah, then I could keep them both at home. But if I'm otherwise, I have to make some decisions about what's best for each of them, but also what's best for me so I can keep evolving and having a life and be a person without being sucked under, you know. But mm-hmm. I have a, some people making me feel like, I guess, feel guilty that if I choose this over that or do it this way. There it is right there. They were trying to make mm-hmm. you, you don't give them your power. When you have evolved, and one of the things that I talked about is an evolved person is someone who is consciously awake and self-aware of their thoughts, their feelings, their beliefs, their opinions, and who is not afraid to acknowledge and express who they are. Some things you don't have to explain to other people when you make your decisions. It's your life. You're going to be held accountable for that. So don't even get caught all up in what other people think. I had a person tell me one day how a person was telling them about their marriage and, you know, the husband had a mental health issue and he was violent and he was all kind of stuff. And the pastor was like, well, you can't abandon your husband. It's for richer or poor in sickness and in health. And you can't. But she didn't know these things. She's not equipped for that. But the pastor pretty much told the man he can't come back to the church. His family don't want to have nothing to do with him. Nobody want to have nothing to do with him but want to make her stuck with him. So sometimes you got to consider the sources when you're hearing these things. And when you've evolved, you're not even worried about all of that. You're not. And Giselle, you know, because you know from our conversation that we had on Saturday, you see, I do not be playing. I say yes, what I mean, right. I mean what I say. I'm, I'm not going to go I back. I have something I want to add. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have something I want to add. Um, when I, it, when I uh, look over myself and as a woman that's in her process and evolving, the one thing I could want to say, like, to remind myself is, like, you know, that saying, when you know better, you do better. And mm-hmm. um, I could be poured into and be given, um, the, you know, information and, and, and whatnot. But it's for me to, I have a big problem with picking things back up, right, when I know that I know that it's not right for me, right? Um, and I'll try to justify it. So um, I want to, I'm just saying this out loud for myself as someone that's, I mean, and this is in all areas of my life, like um, think of the, the woman just shared about um, caring what people would think. Well, I've, I've, I've been given the tools to, with that. My, God has, has already given me that, like helped me through that, that, you know, I don't need to go back into that way of thinking, right, uh, caring what, what others uh, think about me or, or, or whatnot. So there's in all kinds of areas of my life where today I have uh, been equipped with some tools and some wisdom, like what to do, um, I've just got to be in better practice of not picking up, not picking back up um, old pattern uh, thinking, uh, always a thinking, um, you know, and just doing better, right? When we know better, we do better, and that's what I got to really, like, zone in to, not going back into old ways. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm looking at something, and, and I, it just basically 
in regards, let me say this, Ms. Sheldon, I want you to speak on this. And it says, and I, I mentioned, evolving as a person is not just going through the phases of life, but rather it's changing for the better as a person. You have, you don't have to be, you have to not concern yourself with others are thinking or doing. You have to realize that what you consider success is what grants you peace, not what others believe is your success or what you should be doing. About you. You'll see the fruit of your labor. You'll see that individuals have kind of shot away. I know, Mr. Bobby, you don't have some of the friends that you've had in the past as you evolve. Now, what was you about to say, Michelle? And then I want Mr. Bobby to speak on that because sometimes we do have a hard time letting people go. What would you about to say, Christina? Oh, um, I was no, I wasn't gonna say. Oh, oh, what was it about letting people go? Yeah, I, sometimes you have a hard time letting people go because, you know, I, it's like, I don't know. I guess because of everything that my kids and I've gone through, I feel like, you know, it's, it's sad to let people go because you want to. I, I don't know. I always want to have these. I like being surrounded by positive people and people. And it's like sometimes, like you said, you have to realize and just let it go because some people, when they come into your life, they just want to control your life and mm-hmm. they want to tell you how to do things. And so I'm learning that, you know what, I'm people say, well, well, you're just too picky. Okay, no, it's just better off that I do it myself because, you know, ever, other people want to judge me how I do things. Well, I could judge you too, but I don't. I don't choose to live my life that way. I mean, everybody does things for a reason, you know. And some, not everybody's perfect, and we make mistakes, and we learn how to grow through them, and you know, evolve into a better person, you know. And I, and you know as well as I do, I've made a lot of mistakes, you know. And mm-hmm. but I've also learned from those mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. But do I think the mistakes I made were absolutely incorrect? No. I still feel in my heart they weren't when it comes to my kids, but not everybody saw it that way. So, you know, what comes around goes around. Sometimes it'll, you know, come back later, but it's just hard to let sometimes people go because, you know, and I guess maybe it has a lot to do with because I suffered so much loss in the last few years. You know, I've never really had to let people go. You know, I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, of course, my mom passed away. I couldn't let her go. But when you had more loss, which they call what, post-traumatic stress disorder? So mm-hmm. I guess you have PTSD. So, you know, uh, and I'm still just processing that. I mean, I because I was around being there for my kids and not mm-hmm. taking care of myself. So, okay. let me, let me um, but this. I've had to learn to let people go. Uh, right. Let me say this, um, okay. Christina. Sometimes we get seasonal people confused with people with lifetime expectations. They weren't meant to be there forever. They're seasonal. That part. And even with a person. Season, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I heard that before. If they leave us, if they come back, that's great. If they don't, think about what you learned and what you experienced and what you can, where you can grow from that. Now, I want to also say right. when you evolve, life is more simple. As an evolved person, you have simplified your life. It says there's an art in slowing down and smelling the flowers. You're not racing through life. 
I remember um, some of the older people, and Byron used to get on me too. I was constantly on the go. I'm running here, I'm running there. I got to do this, I got to do that. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. When you evolve, you ain't got to do all of that. You learn how to slow down. You prefer experience over stuff, and you remove everything from your life that distracts you from your highest purpose. And everything in your life makes in here. It's purposeful. Sometimes we deal with things that don't have no purpose. Two times, twice, within a 12-month period, I had my garage, no, three times, I had my garage cleaned out. First time, I had two loads of stuff hauled away. The second time, Tony came, and he was just throwing my TV away, my TV stand. He threw away my wedding dresses. He threw away so much junk I was getting mad. I was trying to hide stuff. Then Jerome came and cleaned out my garage for the third time. Now I can walk around. I can move around. I don't even know what's missing. <laughs> when he cleans it out. So are you still, are you still upset that he did that? Do what? Are you upset that he did that? I was up, okay, when Thea cleaned it out the first time, her and JC cleaned it out, he hauled off a whole bunch of stuff. I think right. twice. Thea cleaned it out twice. And Michelle, you saw that garage. Thea cleaned I it know. out twice. Then when, when Tony cleaned it out, he was just throwing stuff away. Then when Jerome came, so what I'm saying is them four times, I still had junk. Still had junk in the garage. And I, I, I like to hold on to things, things that have sentimental value. My daughter had told me the other day I had a bag of trash while I was tearing up bills. My daughter said, uh, Mom, did that bag over there got sentimental value to you? I said, you know that's trash. So the point that I'm trying to make is when you evolve, you grow. You simplify your life. Half for this, like I said, I don't even know what's missing. I still haven't been in the garage to see what Jerona threw away. I don't even know. Don't have a, I have no idea. Well, how do you feel that? Do you feel like you, you don't, you feel, to me, when I get rid of, I got, I did, I went through and got rid of things, there's things that probably I wouldn't like, I would, like you talk about your wedding dress and things, that's still in it, that's the one thing I just like, I'm like, I haven't got rid of that, but I've cleaned out so much that I've involved, like I'm involving, I'm, I'm cleaning house, and people are like, well, no, you need to have more than 10 shirts and 10 pairs of pants, why? Just more yeah. stuff. Well, here, here we go. And then I'm going to ask each of you because we're running out of time with the show. When you evolve, you simplify your life. You simplify. I have my mother right. stuff, my mother stuff. My mother been deceased for 15, almost 15 years. I had my grandmother stuff. My grandmother been deceased for almost 20-something years. I had jumped up when I first moved to Oceanside. That was 30-something years ago. Half of that stuff I didn't even need. It was just there. It served right. absolutely no purpose. Now, I was justifying the purpose of this stuff, all the junk in my garage. I went from one house to another house carrying a whole bunch of junk. I left a whole bunch of junk at the house when I moved out of the house in 2013. Why am I carrying all of this? You lighten your load. When you evolve, you grow, you flow, you flourish, you lighten your load. So I want to ask each of you before uh, Christina, what would you like the listeners to know about a way that they can evolve or something that you've learned as you evolve? Just a tip. 
Well, I've learned that when you clean out the clutter and you clear out your life with clutter, with the clutter that life is more peaceful mm-hmm. and it's more, you know, you have a ch- chance to live life instead of just being stuck. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Giselle, what are the tips you would like the listeners to know as you evolve or for them to evolve? What's, up, what's something good you can, you can give them, this juicy that makes them want to evolve? Um, well, I mean, as far as about about me, are you talking to or somebody else? Giselle. Okay, Giselle, what's the tip? Okay. I would say uh, for myself, like, start with, like, a vision for, for yourself and go after, seek, seek out guidance and, um, you know, ask those questions and, and, and listen and apply, um, you know, journal, uh, have a vision and yeah, seek, seek out the, the direction and help from others that are, are, that are where you see yourself that you want to be. Okay. Mr. Bobby, what would you like to leave the Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just like to say that, um, I think evolving is another part of evolving is learning to embrace and accept your authentic organic self as you change in real time. With situation, I was talking to an attorney this morning, and he was saying about how post-pandemic, how things have evolved and things have changed and people's attitudes and, and responses to things. It's not the same as it was pre-pandemic. And what I was telling him is, is that it seems like that pandemic ultimately kind of fast-forwarded us all into the future. Things were going this way slowly, progressively, but this here just kind of, you know, turbo-blasted us into it, and people, and so I don't know, I just, you know, you have to just, you know, it's funny you guys were saying about having clutter and things around, and um, I just noticed, you know, my father, his personal experience, um, him growing up, poor country boy, and growing up and doing real well for himself financially and making great investments, uh, he held on a lot of things. It goes back to, like, where people have, a lot of folks have overweight issues. Uh, eat everything on your plate. Why are you eating everything on your plate? If you're not, you're full and you don't want to eat everything on your plate, either save it or get rid of it. Don't eat everything on your plate. And that comes from, out of, a lot of it comes from out of slavery and past ideologies that people haven't got, you know, over. And... You just have to learn to just do what works for you. You can't be caught up by other people's opinions of what they think. Be true to your organic, authentic self and need not anybody else's validation. You're happy with it. You're content with it. Don't allow people to shape and mold your thought process for you. You know, a lot of times people project their mess on you. And so for me, I just learned not to receive that. And then I also realized, like you were saying, you know, I heard Steve Harvey made an analogy one time. He was saying certain people in your life are, are basically like the fuselage of the rocket. They carry you so far to a certain point, and at a certain point they just kind of drop off and fall off because that was the fuel to get you so close to the moon and the actual rocket capsule doesn't need that much fuel once it's used those tanks to get it to so a certain distance. And those are some of the people in your life, and I just think it's so important and essential that, Again, taking inventory in your life and the people that add to your life and add and, and bring to your joy, 
Those are the people you hold dear to. But we also have to be careful not to become codependent on them or anybody else and, and learn to be independent thinkers in regard to, because some people just want to have yes people around them to agree with them. And that's not always a good idea either because, you know, my parents, just looking back over my life, my mother was more of the stern disciplinarian and would spank me and do more of that. My father wanted to be more friend and uh, friendly and whatnot and not have that kind of stuff going on where we'd be upset about a whooping. But I just know that my mother used to say, you know, your soul belongs to the Lord, but your butt belongs to me. Bring it here when I done did something being disobedient. And at the time, I used to think she was just the meanest, evilest person in the world. But then I've come to appreciate now that my mom passed in 2016 and well before now, but particularly now that she's gone, you appreciate those people that ride you and are hard on you to try to get the best out of you and to make you the best person you can be and teach you to be uh, respectful of um, uh, rules and regulations. It's not that they want to. That's a very tough job and position for them to assume, and it puts them in odds with you. You know, my mother used to say, I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. And so you just learn to appreciate those people. Sometimes they're difficult with you, give you a hard time. It's simple enough to just turn a blind eye and let you go on and break your own neck and, and go off in the tangents and things that you shouldn't be in. But the people who love you, really love you, they have to take on that position of offending you with what they might say, uh, for the betterment of your future and lead you in the right path. So just, you know, a lot to it. You have to you know, find your authentic self. So that's my thing is don't be concerned about what everybody has to say because opinions are like noses and eyes and butts. Everybody's got one. You have to really have a high self-esteem opinion. And, you know, you said something earlier about people say, you think you all that. They tell me that now. I said, no, you think I'm all that. You must know I'm all that, but that's not what came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> Okay, I want to say Sharita. I don't want to misspell your name, but I pronounce your name. But the lady that's the one, the um, I'm calling the life coach. What do you want to leave the, the listeners with? Hi, it's Candice. Oh, Candice. I don't know why um, I'm Candice. <laughs> okay, Candice. No problem. I mean, outside of what everyone else has said, I, I pretty much uh, definitely agree. Um, I, I would say um, I – there's this this study about the mirror rule. Um, it's out there. So I would I would say utilize it. And what it is is that you look at yourself in the mirror, um, and you acknowledge those things by looking at yourself. It's something about when you look at yourself in the mirror, and you say those things, whether it's um, things that you need to work on that you have to face yourself with, or you're affirming yourself. I'm huge on affirmations, um, but keep that mirror with you. And anytime, like, you feel like you're yourself comparing yourself to a lot of things, because it really, too, has to do with when we compare ourselves to others, it's about our self-esteem, what we feel like we lack. Well, you don't lack nothing. Um, it's just something that you have to grow from or something that you're desiring to be or whatever the case is. But keep that mirror in your pocket. Um, it's, you know, get a little hand mirror. And anytime you feel like, I I wish I was this, I wish I was that, put yourself in the mirror and and acknowledge the positive, reinforce the positive. I, I don't think that we do that a lot. Reinforce the positive that, you know what, I'm not the same person I was an hour ago. I wasn't the same person a week ago or even a month ago, whatever that is. But um, to, to reinforce the positive that you have grown from mm-hmm. and be open and ready for what it is that you're, you're coming because you're, yourself today is, is, is you taking the steps to become the, your future self? Yeah, I like that. 
Well, you know what? You guys have said so much. I'm nothing much to say. But I got this thing, and it was, I used this with my clients, and it talks about the seven rules of life. One, make peace with your past so it won't screw up the present. Two, what others think of you is none of your business. Three, time heals almost everything. Give it time. Four, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what they think is about. Five, stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know the answers. They will come when you least expect it. Six, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. And seven, because you don't own all the problems in the world. So as you are evolving, keep doing it because you're doing it for you. So I want to thank you for joining us here at Friendship Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate you guys, and you guys did an awesome job with the information that you shared. I know you said, Mr. Bobbitt, tomorrow, materialism. We're going to talk about being materialistic because so many people are holding on to stuff. It's becoming greed. It's becoming gluttony. It's becoming a waste, and you can't take it with you. So we're going to be talking about that. And I'm as well. <laughs> we're going to talk about that tomorrow at Friendship Predicaments. Blog Talk Radio. So, again, if you have any topics that you want me to talk about, you can either call me at 714-992-1677, which is my office number, forward it to my cell phone, or you can email me at jabneylmst at gmail.com or preciouspredicaments at gmail.com. I appreciate your comments, your input. This is a platform to where you never know who's listening. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to let you guys go. I went to a funeral one day. And that pastor was doing an awesome job preaching. And after the service was over with, I was standing there, didn't even say a word. The pastor looked at me and said, you're Jeanette Brooks Abney. I listen to your show. Keep letting God use you. I didn't even know that man even knew who I was, but he did. So when you're sharing these things, you don't know who you may be helping, blessing, encouraging. So just whatever mm-hmm. God has doing it. Okay? Again, thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody.